This is Tush. And I welcome you to Tushalicious Talk, an Oklahoma City podcast for titillating women, tantalizing conversation. And I thank you in advance for allowing me to be your one-stop shop advocacy connection. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Tushlicious Talk. I am Jackie, nicknamed Tush, and I am bringing you another episode of Tushlicious Talk. And today we have Pike Off OTA, and my guests are Whitney Mullica, who is the vice president of Pike Off OTA and Oklahomans for Responsible Transportation, and then Jay Watson Patton, who is the volunteer facilitator and a board member of Pike Off OTA. And Pike Off OTA is a grassroots 501c4 organization by Oklahomans who support responsible transportation. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. I met Jay at the Thunder Women's Day mm-hmm, event. The conference. Yes, yes that was a great time. Yes, it was. It was. I enjoyed my conversation with you there. And I appreciate you coming here. There's lots going on with the Turnpike. And if you will continue the introduction for yourself with that, and then let us know a little bit about Pike Off uh, OTA, please. Okay. Um, you can call me Jay. And um, I'm a volunteer with many other volunteers. Uh, for our organization, and I'll let Whitney go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we kind of formed after the announcement of the new turnpike, the access plan, and there's been a really, um, you know, strong group of leaders in Norman that we are just lucky to be a part of the group, you know, with them, with Pike Off OTA, and we've had some success in the legislature. We've had some setbacks with the court system, Um, but moving forward, I think the legislature is where we're going to have hopefully more success this upcoming legislative season, which will be like in February or so. Yeah. I mean, it could take years, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how these things work. (laughs) So I did take a look at the website, pikeoffota.com. And I just want to say it's very impressive. I was thinking if, um, Advocacy was a website. It's definitely pikeoffota.com. There's so much information there. And there's even a tab that says like the legislation and there's bill tracking there. There's a video for how a bill becomes a bill. You have a list of the legislators, a list of the House reps, the senators, how to contact them. Like there really is a lot of information on that. I was thinking, oh my gosh, we don't even have that on the state League of Women Voters website and they have it here. So I will definitely be referencing your website um, when people want to know more information about how a bill becomes a bill. Um, But what I read on there is that the organization formed after the announcement of the Access Oklahoma program by Governor Stitt and the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. And then Pike Off OTA's focus originated in an effort to prevent the development of two proposed turnpikes, which are the East-West Connector and the South Extension. And then you also want to reduce the overreach impact, the overreaching impact, I'm sorry, of the Oklahoma Transportation Authority. So I'm wondering if you go into a little more detail on that. Like how, do you know how long the OTA has been around? Yeah, so OTA was formed in the late 40s and it was actually pretty necessary back then because the Oklahoma 
uh, Department of Transportation. I think it was the Bureau of Roads then, but they were having a really hard time getting funding from a federal standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so instead of continuing to have this, you know, problem of there's not enough money, there was some creative engineers and creative financing uh, industry experts that came up with this basically scheme um, that really worked for a while. I mean, people really loved the Turner Turnpike and the first few batches of turnpikes, they did have some controversy, but I think overall, like the vibe with the community in general was accepting. And so the problem in, you know, some of our group's eyes is that they created this system where they can cross pledge. And so we have a couple of turnpikes. You've got the Turner Turnpike, the Kilpatrick, the H.E. Bailey. Those all make money. They're revenue positive. But you have a lot of other turnpikes that are not revenue positive. And mm -hmm. so they will cross pledge those funds to pay the bonds off on unsuccessful turnpikes. That seems like a monopoly in perpetuity. Like, where would that ever end? Yeah, I get that. I get that. So is that why you guys say that it's overreaching or why the statement says that it's overreaching? The overreach is really a part of having governmental accountability. When you have a board of people who are appointed mm -hmm. by the governor, which we actually did pass legislation this last session that the House um, leader and the speaker uh, Senate pro tempore, they're going to get to add some people to the board now. So we have a little bit more diversity coming up. Mm -hmm. But right now there's a group of people who are not elected, who have no accountability to the citizens of Oklahoma, but they have the power of eminent domain. Mm. They can take your home and we don't have any recourse as taxpaying citizens. Wow. 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 That's a lot. Yeah. And that's probably how they end up taking, you know, you see these stories of most of the time it's a little old woman and she's been living in her house for 50, 60 years. And then they want to say, oh, well, you got to pay, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars if you want to keep it. And the house has already been paid off and where she's going to come up with this money from. So that it's a group of people that are not even elected that is making that decision. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. I had no idea. I actually didn't even know that Pike Off OTA existed until I met Jay. So, yeah, uh, learning a lot here. So in Pike Off OTA um, news, like current news, do you have specifics for what you'll be going to the legislative season session with? You know, it's a little bit early to give specifics. We do have the bills that are proposed. We have a lot of that on our website, but... It's very complicated when you get into the legislation, like the actual uh, session, because mm -hmm. you have to get it to go through committees, then it has to go over to the other house and it's got to go through their committee. And so those things have to kind of take place before we can really say, OK, this bill is what we're focused on. Mm -hmm. I think in general, what we would really like to be able to accomplish this coming year is just educating people, because mm -hmm. like you just said, there's so many things about this that no one really pays attention to because you why would you? <laughs> it's too hard. It's too hard. Yeah. The only reason I pay attention to it is because it's my job. Right. And I've said that even when I first started, I was like, geez, you have to have a political science degree to pay attention to some of this stuff because there's so many uh, catch 22s and everything. And then one thing happens. And if you don't understand why that happened, then it, it just keeps going on and on and on and on. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot to pay attention to. And I know 
even when it comes to voting, which unfortunately, you guys said this thing is not even voted on. But when it comes to voting, people are like, oh, well, just show up at the poll and vote. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, do don't do that, do that, that. at all. You <laughs> yeah, you got to know what you're voting on because yeah. you'll vote one way and think that you're voting one thing, but you're really not. You're voting the exact opposite of what you really want to happen. So, yeah, don't do that. It, it, education, education, education. So definitely keep me in the loop and I can keep putting it in our newsletters and helping to bring awareness to things as well. Thank you. And and something that we found out really quickly um, last year when this all started taking place, we had someone um, that was really helpful with us that showed us how to navigate the ethics website. Mm-hmm. And it's not very easy. But mm-hmm. if you can get there, you can start to look at who's funding these different campaigns. And the Association of General Contractors, the uh, the real estate folks, I mean, there's so many people who are speculating and going to make a lot of money off of all of these new developments mm-hmm. that are funding our politicians. Right. Their campaigns. Yeah. yeah. And even um, sometimes it even goes as far to the judges and so forth. A lot. The I'm not even finna do that right now. But yeah, it gets deep. It gets deep. You know, but that being said, um, talking about but thinking about fines. Oh, my cousin came over this morning and he was like, man, I had to pay f- over $500 in fines this month. And, you know, he's like, dang, I'm thinking about cutting my Wi-Fi off because I had to pay so many fines uh, in tolls, over 500. And then he didn't even know that he had the fines. So then I stacked up and stacked up and stacked up. And so uh, we were discussing before we went live here that you said that can actually be criminalized. Right. Can you explain that process? Well, I mean, think about it. And I haven't seen firsthand this happen here in Oklahoma, but I have heard, um, you know, from people in Texas have had similar thing happen where if they put a warrant or any type of, you know, notification to law enforcement that Mm -hmm. there's now a lien on your property, now they've seized your car, now you can't drive to work to pay for the fines that you need to pay. Or if you're state licensing, (laughs) that's affected. Mm -hmm. If you go to renew your tag, if you have a bunch of fines built up. You have to pay that before you can even renew your tag. But the problem is a organization, a state entity, basically a private-public partnership, if we really want to get down to the nitty-gritty, they have no incentive to notify you. Because the moment you start racking up those fees... They make more money. Exactly. Wow. I would never have thought about it from that perspective. That is deep, though. This is this is kind of mind-blowing, actually. Um, so yeah, if they, if people who are listening want to follow for the upcoming legislative session, should they just go to Pike off OTA, which I did see y'all have a, y'all keep the current events current on there. Mm -hmm. That is impressive right there. We also have, um, a weekly newsletter and our team that puts that together, they are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so they will keep a lot of those updates there. So if anybody would want to subscribe to our newsletter, they can do that at pikeoffota.com. Or volunteer if they want to come and volunteer and come with us to the Capitol Mm -hmm. and visit with the legislators. Do you have uh, any of your current upcoming events that I I saw something was happening in September, like September the 7th or something. I didn't write it down, though. Yeah, we're having um, the Norman Diner Art Walk. Mm -hmm. And so the diner, that's what the restaurant's called. It's uh, they're allowing allowing us to come in from five to nine on September 8th. I Mm -hmm. think that's a Friday. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, it's a OU weekend. 
but they have an art walk down Main Street and you can walk to all these businesses, but come by the diner and we'll be there and we'll have a auction, a fundraiser auction, and then we'll be serving, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be serving and um, it's opportunity for us to to uh, raise funds and that is September 8th. Mm-hmm. And then on, um, let's see, October 15th is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an event at a winery Um and it's called Long Drive, Long Drive Home Concert and Fundraiser. And it's at Canadian River Winery. It's really beautiful. And they're going to be serving uh, food, wine. We'll have a raffle and auction and, and lawn games. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we have a good time at our, all of our fundraisers. We do a lot of fundraisers because we are a nonprofit. And the only person we do pay is our attorneys and everybody else are volunteers. We have excellent volunteers. A very talented group. And so we conduct a lot of fundraisers and have a lot of good time with them. Cool, cool, cool. That sounds fun. I've never, uh, I would never think that you'd have a fundraiser at a winery. Oh, yeah. What better way to get people to reach to the people? <laughs> We've had some really fun events. Like uh, last year, there was a chili cook off. We've had a few events where it's just like educational, get some speakers to come and answer people's questions because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, they don't have the time and the experience or the political, you know, power to really even know what to do. And so that's something that we've tried to, you know, be there for people. And and this is just kind of funny. So we have a phone number that's on Google and I'd get the phone calls. And here lately, I've gotten multiple calls where people are trying to pay their tolls. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. <laughs> but like Jay said, you know, we're based off of five and ten and, and twenty dollar a month reoccurring Pledges. donations. And, mm-hmm. and and sometimes people give up a lot more than that for sure. But fundraising is definitely probably our biggest challenge because it's incredible how much we've already spent on legal. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And and like I said, political science degree, which can easily be interpreted as a law degree. <laughs> and the Turnpike, somebody. Has, Turnpike has unlimited money yeah. and unlimited resources, mm-hmm. but we're matching them every step. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I think my last thing I want to say is for this 2023 legislative season, what there was a bill that you said that recently got passed. Can you touch on that one more time, please? Yeah. So we passed um, Representative Sterling helped us. He's my rep from Norman, and he helped us pass a bill to change the way the board members are appointed. Mm -hmm. So right now, the governor has the sole discretion to appoint new members whenever their terms are up. Mm -hmm. This will give the Speaker of the House and the Senate pro tempore, they will each have a couple of spots to fill. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, just for some perspective on this, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out because the big problem that this all comes down to is patronage. And if you have one person doling out all the patronage, of course, he's going to enjoy that. But now we're going to have three people who have the power to, you know, provide jobs and get their buddies rich. And so there could be a catch side. I mean, it's just like you said, we need almost a political science degree because there's externalities to everything that we try to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know of any other bills or petitions that went in in 2023 that did or did not pass? Oh, we the had a domain. We had a handful. I mean, it's 
it's like playing 3D chess up there trying to get a bill passed. I know. You know. <laughs> I <yeah>. know. <laughs> and, and you have to like form those strategic relationships and you have to know who the, the key players are because let's face it, the staff runs that place. It's not the legislators. And so we did get really lucky, but we had some really good volunteers that were up there all the time, just explaining to people, educating, handing out handouts. And, you know, we had some success. And I'll tell you, the, it was so funny. I met with uh, the Senate transportation chairman mm -hmm. really early last session. And, you know, I tell him who I am and he starts rattling off some things. And I was like, no, you're wrong. Actually, here's what the truth is. And I kind of took him by surprise because he was not expecting me to know what I was talking about. <laughs> but it was funny because our relationship, like it started out really tense and like we were button heads and, you know, almost to the point, like you almost want to raise your voice because you're just like, do you hear what you're saying? <laughs> and by the end of a session, he was one of our biggest victories. Mm. We just had to win him over and show him enough that, we know what we're talking about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And we're not going up there and being aggressive. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of aggression. There's a lot of tension at the Capitol with other issues that, I mean, I was up there one day and like people were getting basically arrested because yeah. it's things are personal. The I mean, if you if you have enough gumption to go to the Capitol, it's because something is on your heart. Yeah. So, yeah, it's passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what was the eminent domain bill? The eminent domain was to modify it. I don't know exactly. There was a few. None of them actually made it very far mm -hmm. because the problem with trying to do something on eminent domain is like local leadership doesn't really want you to mess with that. I mean, <laughs> I don't agree with people getting to choose where to blight and where to, you know, gentrify. But that's the mindset of the Sooner State is progress, you know. It's the Sooner State. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's literally how we were founded. So, yeah. But it's still available, though, isn't it? It's yeah. still where well, we can still bring it up next yeah. year because this is the year that the bills can float to the next year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I know we is, always say at the league, there's no such thing as a bill being dead. It just goes on to the next year and the next year and the goodness. next year. It just keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah. Well, this was very educational. Um, before I close out, is there anything else that you guys would like to say? Come to our fundraisers. <laughs> and check out our, our website. And tell us the dates one more time. Okay. September the 8th. The 8th. The September the 8th and October 15th. And October the 15th. Yes, yes, yes. So y'all go check them out. Go to pikeoffota.com. I promise there is a lot of information on there. These people are advocating for you guys to stop paying so many tolls and so many fees. So get behind them, get on their side. We're on Twitter too. Oh, and are you? Twitter and um, TikTok and yeah, we're, we're everywhere. So and all of them are under Pike at off Pike Off OTA. Okay, so check them out, check them out, check them out at Pike Off OTA and their website, pikeoffota.com and support them one way or another as much as you can. And we hope to see you at something sooner or later. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye. Tushalicious Talk is part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities, Inc.